Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Oh my goodness, you guys have been loving the episodes. Thank you so, so, so much for being here. Today, of course, I have some fire coming at you, and we are talking about manifestation mistakes that people make. Now, I have made all of these mistakes, and I've made all of these mistakes while working with some of the top manifestation coaches in the fucking world. (laughs) Some of the people who are most famous for manifestation and somehow I still manage to screw it up. So I want to share with you my mistakes and things that I see other people do so that you don't make the same mistake. Now you will hear construction in the background. What else is fucking new? Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's so funny because I didn't hear construction for probably like four, maybe a few weeks, at least a few weeks. And my husband and I were like, are they done working like near our house? They're building a huge apartment complex across the street from the one that we are at. And so even though we're a good like a few thousand feet away, maybe a few hundred feet away, I don't know. I'm bad with numbers and distances. Don't ask me about anything with distances. But yeah, you would think that we wouldn't hear it as much, but we're in like a giant open space And there's just trees and trees and trees and hills and hills. And so I feel like there's nothing to block out the sound. And my building is the first building close enough to this. So that is just what we're going to hear. So I apologize in advance. Okay, but let's do the thing. Take it as a lesson to not, not wait until things are perfect to do the things. Because if I had waited every single time that there was noise in the fucking background, you guys would not have had podcasts to listen to. <laughs> and I would not have helped you that day. <sighs> okay, that's not on this list, but that definitely is a mistake that people make just in succeeding in general. The first thing came to me this morning while I was on the shitter, obviously, no surprise there. (laughs) Um, And it was coming as I was like calculating money. We have a certain amount of money coming in today, my husband and I, and then I was calculating like how much has to go out, um, what bills we have to pay, how much we want to save, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, (laughs) like there's not as much left over as I had wanted to this month. And so it just got me thinking. And like, I just got this download, like Johnny, stop thinking logically. Stop thinking logically. Stop adding numbers up and thinking that it has to add up in here in order for you to have money left over this month. Stop um, thinking logically in terms of how much money is coming in today as if no other money can come in today, even though we don't have any other money scheduled coming in today. I don't have any client payments. He has a closing on a house today. And so this logical thinking, I've talked about a lot on this podcast and it's come up a lot for a lot of my clients, but this logical thinking will fuck up your success so deeply because once you start thinking logically, like, right, you, let's say we talk about money. We'll use that example because that's the one I gave. You get excited, you're getting money, and you're like, oh, fuck, yes, I get to pay this bill, I get to pay this bill, I get to pay this bill, which, yes, I'm actually excited to pay bills. Why wouldn't I be excited to pay bills? That is a huge necessary thing that we need to 
be experiencing every single time we spend money. Wow, I'm so excited to spend this money. Wow, I'm so excited to pay this bill. I'm so grateful to pay this bill. Something just positive around the money going out. You can't just be happy when money comes in, right? And so, you know, you get excited. I got excited like, yes, I get to pay this bill and I get to pay this bill and I get to pay this bill. And then all of a sudden, as that money starts dwindling and as you logically think about how much is going to be left, you start to go negatively, right? You start to go down this negative spiral of fuck, well, it's still not enough and fuck, I wish that it was more and fuck and all of this negativeness that happens. And then you stop, now you start vibrating, you start exuding a vibration, you start being in a vibration that's fucking sucky. So you went from a really high vibe of like, fuck yes, this money's coming in, I get to pay this money, cool, to shit, there's, that's all that's going to be left, oh my goodness, right? And that fucks with the manifestation of more money, that fucks with the manifestation of things getting better and better, right? You cannot just be happy <clears throat> when you only have a surplus and you can't just be happy when things are going absolutely amazing and you can't just be happy only when things are working out the way you planned we always i don't, I don't want to say you always have to be happy but you always get to come back to a state of gratitude and in order to do that when things look like they are not working out or when things feel scarce or when things don't look like they're working out for your business and the launch and this and that we have to stop thinking logically Right? One of my favorite mentors, Amanda Francis, <clears throat> who I worked with for a very long time last year and the year before, um, always said, like, I don't want a logical life. Why would I think logically? And a lot of other manifestation people say whatever, but she's the first person that I heard it from. And I really vibe with that. I really vibe with, like, fuck logic. Right, The first time I invested in a business coach, if you guys have been here for a long time, you guys know I did not have the money. It was, like, barely enough on my credit cards, barely enough on my um all of my savings <laughs> right and I didn't have any jobs lined up I didn't have any clients lined up I just fucking went all in I didn't think logically I didn't think of the what if this doesn't work out there's no what if it doesn't work out there's it's always fucking working out and when you don't give any power to the what if it doesn't work out or oh shit that makes me feel scarce or oh shit there's not enough and you don't give power to that then you get to continuously be in the energy of wow this is fucking working out. And that feels way better. Wow, I'm here for illogical results. I'm here for something magical to ha happen this week. I'm here for something magical to happen today. Right? Miracles. Miracle is actually my word for 2023. I hadn't picked a word. I always pick an intention for each year at the end of the previous year and the beginning of the next year. I always pick a word. I think this year, <laughs> I don't really remember my word this year. I think it was intentional. I believe that I'd chosen intentional and I definitely, definitely, definitely lived up to that. I think the year before that it was expansive, which definitely fit um, everything that I was working on in my business and my life. Last year was intentional. I forgot the first year's intention when I, I think I've only done it three years. This would be the fourth year. I forgot the first one, but this year is going to be miracles. Oddly enough, I, one of my followers reposted somebody's like, it was like a crossword puzzle or something. No, a word search. And it was like, the first word that you see is going to be your word. And I was like, that's dumb. And then I was like, wait, what, what's my word? <laughs> and the first thing I saw was miracles. And I was like, you know what? I vibe with that. Let me choose that. And I'm here for that. I'm fucking here for that. So moral of the story is get out of logically thinking. It needs to look like it's adding up. 
okay? Because then you're going to live in scarcity. You're going to live in the fact that you didn't do enough, that it's not enough, right? Let's talk about, let's say, weight loss or health or whatever you want to call it or whatever aspect of health you are on a journey for. <sighs> let's say you're weighing yourself, which I don't weigh myself. I don't recommend this. I don't teach this method at all. But let's say you do weigh yourself and you're putting in all this fucking work and then you're like, God damn it, the weight's not going down. It must have been the alcohol I drank this week and it must have been the brownies that I had. It must have been this. I should be eating less carbs. I should be doing more cardio. Oh my goodness. Meanwhile, you're already doing so much for your fucking health and fitness, but now you have this belief that you're not doing enough. So then you go to weigh yourself again and then the number doesn't go down or it goes down a little bit and then it goes back up and now you're waiting for these external results to prove to you that you're doing enough all while you don't feel like you're doing enough. So if you inherently don't feel like you are doing enough, if you inherently don't feel like you are good enough and you are waiting for the external world to show you that you are good enough, you are going to be waiting for a very, 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 very long time, probably forever. Because with this deep-seated belief that you are not doing enough, your body learns that. Your body's like, fuck, it's not doing enough, so I can't lose weight. I can't, sorry, I had to burp. I can't let go of the weight. I can't, I cannot see the physical result that I want because I didn't do enough, right? And then you look at other people and you're like, oh, well, she's doing Carter, so obviously she's going to lose weight. Meanwhile, you fucking, obviously she's going to look like that or whatever goes through your head. Meanwhile, you're fucking doing cardio too, but you, your idea is that you didn't do enough. Right? It's the same thing with content creation as a business owner. It's the same thing with anything. We look at other people and we're like, oh, of course it's going to work out for them. And then we have this deep-rooted belief that it's not going to work out for us because we are trying to think logically. We are waiting for the external world to confirm the fact that we're doing enough. And then we just prolong our success, prolong our manifestation. So stop thinking logically. Stop needing to see the weight loss go down in order for you to get to whatever, 135 pounds. I don't know. That's the weight that I really would love to be at. We have about 10 pounds to go. We'll see if I get there. Whatever. Whatever my body looks, when I'm the happiest, when I'm the healthiest. Right now, it's just been going down and down and down in terms of weight, and I've been getting leaner. I've been manifesting the fuck out of it. Very grateful for that. But, you know, it's just like, it's a simple shift. It's a, I don't need to see the logical results in order for me to know that I'm successful. And then from that place, you're like, wow, I have done enough. (laughs) right? Wow, look at this money coming in. Wow, I get to pay all of my bills on time. And then you're confirming that to yourself because now you're paying your bills. Now you're feeling really good. Now you're showing up in your health and now you're like, wow, I am doing enough, right? I'll give one last example before I move on. Bear with me. It's going to be helpful. I like to give lots of examples because sometimes one hits home for somebody and then another one hits home for another person. And so I like just to give examples in different ways. So let's take the piano, for example. I've been working on this same piece literally for 10 years. Not 10 years consistently, but I stopped playing about in 2010 when I finished graduate, no, 2011, 2012, something like that, when I finished graduating high school and then I went to college for a year for it. And I, after I quit my bachelor's or my um, major in music, I decided to stop playing piano like an asshole. Bad fucking decision, Johnny. If I could go back and redo something, it would definitely be that. But anyway, I stopped playing. This is the last piece that I was trying to learn. I restarted in 2020, so about 10 years later. 
and it was the first piece that I picked up. I had a goal to like finish it by 2020. Now this piece is ridiculously fucking hard, like technically, emotionally, in all of the fucking ways, it is goddamn fucking hard. Oh my goodness. And so 2020, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I didn't actually finish the piece. I got better at it, didn't finish it. 2021, I'm like, by the end of the year, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it perfectly. Eh, it didn't really happen. This year, I'm like, I'm going to play it perfectly. I'm going to play it perfectly. The reason why it's been so fucking prolonged is because I was looking for the evidence of like, well, today I have to play it perfectly. And that means by December 31st, I'm going to be able to play it perfectly. And then that time of playing it perfectly never fucking came. And so I just kept prolonging me actually playing the piece well. I don't care about perfect. I care about playing it well in a way that makes me really fucking proud. And that doesn't need to be perfect. But then I was looking for the perfection, right? I was looking for the evidence of perfection while I was practicing it. And therefore, because I didn't play it perfectly, then I never got to a place or hadn't gotten to a place by the end of the year where it actually felt really good and really powerful with the way that I was playing it. And I love the way that I was playing it. This year, I released that need to play it perfectly. Like, who cares if you fucking play it perfectly, Johnny? You look at the fucking difficulty of the piece. Look how beautiful you're playing it. And every single time I show up to the piano this year while I'm working on it and I'm pounding away the same fucking measure, the same fucking notes a thousand and five times every day, I'm like, wow, look at all that work I'm putting into it, right? And by the end of this year, 100%, I probably will be able to play it perfectly. But you don't get perfect when you focus on perfect. There's no fucking perfect, right? Maybe one time you play something perfectly or one time things will go perfectly, but perfection doesn't exist. And so we have to stop searching for it. We have to stop searching for that logical perfection in order to think we're on the right fucking track, I need to see my following grow every day. Well, what if one thing fucking goes massively fucking viral and you gain a million followers in a day? Who cares how many likes this post gets if it's the next post is going to go viral? Keep fucking posting it. Right? Keep fucking going. Keep fucking doing the thing. And stop thinking logically. Okay? Get that out of your head. We don't want a logical life. We want a fucking ridiculously beautiful, amazing life available for miracles. <sighs> Okay, that went a little bit longer, but I hope one of those examples really stuck with you. The second manifestation mistake people make, or I have made, oh my goodness, this is a huge one. And this one happened for me right after I had my biggest year. I was working with manifestation coaches, which I really did not need to at the time. I'm very grateful I did because I learned what I like and what I don't like to teach now as a manifestation coach myself. But I really didn't need to. <laughs> I was very solid with my foundation and manifestation. I was already solid with my healing work and all that stuff. But anyway, right after I made my first quarter of a million dollar a year, it was, I got to this place where I felt like in order for me to start hitting a million dollars, which has been my goal for a little while now, in order for me to start making a million dollars and hitting that goal, I have to prove myself. I have to prove that I can wear this outfit, that I could buy this item, that I could that, you know, like the, the term or the recommendation that you should be embodying the level that you're, the level that you want to be at right now. Sorry, there's a huge truck. Hold on. Okay, we're good. Sorry. Um, you know, there's a recommendation, which I give as well, where it's embody the next level version of you right now. And so at the time I interpreted that as, um, I need to wear certain things. I need to look certain things. I need to look more put together. I need to have a nicer house. I need to have a cleaner house. And I remember writing down in my journal, like 
honestly, so many times how frustrated I was that my dogs left all their shit everywhere as if my dogs were going to pick up their shit. How frustrated I was that the dog hair was everywhere. The, and I would write, the million dollar version of Johnny doesn't have dog hair everywhere. <laughs> I feel embarrassed saying this, but I know it's going to resonate with somebody because this is not what we mean when we say embody the next level version of you (laughs) it doesn't mean get rid of the dog hair on your fucking carpet like it could but if you're just sitting there stressing yourself out about the fact that there's dog hair on your carpet and now you think you're not good enough because you still have fucking dog hair so you can't make the million dollars that doesn't work (laughs) right that's not the energy that we want to be in and now I'm at a place where I don't have dog hair on my on my carpets or my house I have a very I have a lot smaller house I have about I think I was living in a 2300 square foot house or maybe that was our rent. Our rent was $2,300 a month. Whatever it was, over 2,000 square foot house. And then now I live in a 1,200 square foot apartment. Very grateful for this apartment. It's beyond beautiful in a much better area than where I was before. So I don't really think of it as a downgrade. I think of it actually as an upgrade because it's in an area that I really love. And it's in a beautiful apartment complex. And I have beautiful amenities and all that stuff. But And the view that I have. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen the view from my office? <laughs> it's magical. Oh, my God. I love looking at it. Anyway, um... Yeah, and so now I don't have dog hair around my house, and my house is extremely clean, and obviously I'm able to take care of it better. Yes, I do have a cleaning service come and help me, and my husband helps me and all of that stuff, and we have our iRobot that goes around and stuff like that. So yes, it's easier to manage, but... I don't sit here and stress if there is dog hair on my carpet, right? And you might not resonate with this exact example, but there's something you're holding over your head, like the next level version of me doesn't do this. Well, what if the next level version of you did fucking do that? What if the next level version of you didn't give a fuck about the dog hair on your carpet? What if the next level version of you didn't act that way or didn't look more put together? What if she just looked exactly the same as you are right now and some days looked put together and some days fucking didn't and some days had more dog hair on her carpet than other days? right? Stop trying to, stop thinking you need to be somewhere else or be someone else and stop not feeling good where you are at right now. Because when you put so much pressure on to be the next version of you right now, (laughs) right? I've seen people buy fucking Chanel bags with the last money that they had in their fucking, um, uh, bank accounts just to prove to themselves that they could already be at that next level version of themselves because they read a book that promoted this. And it's just like, Cool, that could be a thing. Get your fucking Chanel bag. Spend your last money on whatever you want. I'm not going to judge you. But that's not the thing that's going to get you to the next level. It is not going to enhance your manifestation or help you get there quicker at all. Especially if now you're going to look at your bank account. Now you're be like, shit, now I have no fucking money. Now I feel like ass. Now I feel like I just have a ton of, you know, I have a Chanel bag and I'm broke. Right? And so get really clear about the things that you are, the places you're holding yourself back. It's about where you're not feeling good enough as you are. It's about fully accepting yourself as you are and understanding that the next level version of you is actually not any different than who you are right now. She might have an upgrade of things. She might have a bigger house. She might have a Chanel bag, but you don't need those. Like that's not the core of what is going to make you feel like the next level version of you. The next level version of you actually just feels enough as you are. The next level version of you wouldn't actually care if you had a Chanel bag or a Steve Madden bag. I mean, actually, I kind of would, but that's the version of me now. I don't wear Steve Madden or Steve Madden bags. I don't support them as a company. I think their shoes fucking suck and are uncomfortable, and I'd much rather wear Jimmy Choo bags, but I don't, uh, Jimmy Choo shoes. I don't buy Jimmy Choo shoes saying and thinking that I need to do this because I need to be a millionaire, and this is going to get me to be a millionaire because I'm going to be in the energy of 
being a millionaire. No, that's ridiculous. I have shoes. They're one of my favorite pair of shoes. They're from the fucking thrift shop. They're $10. They were never worn, though. I don't, I don't vibe with buying people's old worn shoes unless I know the person. I have not gotten myself to that, but I have no problem thrifting if I'm, like, in a shop with somebody and I find something I like. But anyway... They were $10 fucking shoes. I love them. They're booties with fucking, I think they're Tory Burch or something. I don't know. With like these massively high chunky heels. They're so hot, so sexy. I love wearing them. Everybody always gives me compliments on them. And like there was one day I was wearing like a $400 like fucking uh, sweater over me and like an expensive bag. I have my Louis Vuitton ring on. I had all these fancy things and I'm like, (laughs) my shoes are $10. (laughs) You know, it's just like, we don't have to force ourselves to have a certain thing in order to get to where we want. You don't have to have 10,000 followers in order to get the money that you want. You don't have to run a 10-minute mile or, I mean, that's kind of on the slow side for mileage time in the general scheme of things. You don't need to run a 7-minute mile in order to have abs. Like, you don't need to put this pressure on what you need in the physical world to make you feel enough to actually be in the energy of getting to where you want. Does that make sense? And that was one of the biggest things that I fucked up following one of, she's one of my favorite manifestation teachers, but that was one of the biggest things that I, I don't know if I misinterpreted it or if that is what she said. I don't know. I don't really listen to her stuff anymore that I have purchased from her. Highly recommend her as a coach, but this is something that I just don't vibe with from her and the way that she speaks about things because it's, it's not about being anybody else but you it's about accepting yourself as you are and when you do that sure you get the Chanel bag but you realize you're not any better of a human or any different or any good more good enough than you actually are does that make sense so it's not when you embody the next level energy of yourself stop thinking it has to be something in the physical world yes show up for the physical world yes do the things yes buy the Chanel bag if you want but don't do it from a sense of I'm not good enough as I am or I need this thing to confirm to the universe or myself or other people that I'm worthy of a million dollars. No, 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 no. And that's where our relationship with material things and material goals or even weight loss goals or abs or anything like that can really get misconstrued and can really fuck with our manifestations because when Instagram shows us all these influencers who have perfect bodies and supposedly perfect lives and suppose I mean supposedly perfect bodies too let's be real everyone nobody has a fucking perfect body but that's what it shows us right so then we end up thinking we need to be like that in order to be a millionaire we need to be able to go out to lunch and go to the most expensive places you know as we watch real housewives or whatever it is and you know dress up and have really fancy clothing and have really fancy friends right in order to be happy right all of these sublim god damn it these fucking trucks today holy shit i'm pretty sure you can hear that whenever i listen back to some of my podcasts i'm like wow that's actually loud but the truck is nowhere near me it's crazy hold on okay cool sorry um you know these subliminal messages they get imprinted in our subconscious they get imprinted in our mind and if 95 percent of our brain is actually our subconscious brain and we're acting out of our subconscious brain basically all the fucking time (laughs) like we have to undo this programming that we have to be someone else we have to act somebody act like somebody else now this is different than you looking around your house and saying, wow, this dog hair really gives me like 
messy vibes and it doesn't make me feel the best and it kind of is giving me anxiety so I want to take care of it right it's different than saying I had a client one time who um, lived in uh, her boyfriend's house who just it just wasn't like done I don't know like the whole story behind it or whatever but there were like certain rooms that like the concrete wasn't finished in one of the rooms the like one of the walls she fucking hated the color of it it was an awful room and I think it was her her office or something like that. She's like, yeah, I've been wanting to paint it. And yeah, I wish that that, you know, I wish that that looked a little bit nicer. Like it just, it really kind of throws me off. I was like, okay, so go and take care of that. (laughs) You know, if there's something that's sitting there and bothering you every single fucking day and making you feel off and making you feel like, oh, do I really have this experience in my life? Or, you know, do I really want dog hair and dog toys all over the place? You see, the intention really matters. Right? It's not like I'm going to paint my office or I'm going to paint this wall. I'm going to pick up the dog you know, toys to prove to everybody on Instagram that look at my shit. No, it's like, hey, it just it makes me feel messy and I don't like feeling that. I like feeling clean. That gives me a clean energy. Right? Our environment severely impacts us. Right? And so there's a different intention. So make sure your intention is always in line with something that you value. Some, not a material value thing, like a deep value of, wow, this just, you know, looking around, it just makes me feel this way. And I don't really like feeling like that, you know? Do you have anything else to say around that? Um, I just want to normalize the fact that it's okay to really want these materialistic upgrades. Of course it is. But I didn't get my BMW from a place of like, I need to have this thing in order to. I got my BMW and I upgraded from a Ford Escape to a BMW X3M because it was something that... Number one, I had I had a ridiculous amount of money, and I was like, "Cool, this is something that I want. It's time for an upgrade." Um, it was something that I drove the car, and I was like, "Wow, this is a badass bitch energy, and I really want to get this one." It's not like I had to get the more expensive one or the more expensive version of the X3 just because it was more expensive and I could. It was because I genuinely didn't like the way the X3 drove at the time, and I really liked the way this one drove more. And so it's just like. Paying attention to your intentions is really fucking important. The intention behind your action always matters way more. And if it's coming from an energy of not good enoughness, then that is something that you need to look at. Now, before we move on to three, four, and five, I want to remind you guys that the waitlist for Life on Fire is officially open for enrollment. We have a bunch of you coming on. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Life on Fire is a 16-week manifestation course for the success-driven human. You love success. You want to reach that next level. And you're also ready for an internal reality that feels calm, secure, peaceful, relaxed. So it's like this going fast in the external world, but relaxing internally. It's a really beautiful balance. And it's just... I think it's the best fucking way to live and the easiest way to manifest. And so I will help you manifest your successes, your goals for 2023 way easier. No pushing, no fucking doing things you fucking hate, no burnt outness, just pure thriving, pure enjoyment of your life. And it's just going to be a beautiful balance available to you in 2023. So I'm really excited to guide you guys through that transformation. Get on the wait list. I believe that I will be opening up enrollment in January. I believe January 1st, I think I'm going to officially open up enrollment. I haven't really decided the official dates yet, 
but that's what's on the landing page. But definitely get on the wait list because on the wait list, you guys are going to get a free bonus masterclass. I told you about this yesterday. Um, it's going to be all about releasing any heaviness that is sitting within you from 2022 or from whenever and allowing you to get clear and allowing you to call in what it is that you desire. So we're already, you don't even need to join Life on Fire. You just need to be on the wait list to get access to this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, your transformation is already going to fucking start from that from that uh, masterclass. It's going to be so good. I've been planning it. Oh my goodness, everybody fucking needs this in their life. So definitely get on the wait list. You also get more bonuses. You get first access to the course. You get early access to the course as well. And you get first access to the one-on-one -on -one VIP spots that I will have available. There are a very limited amount of spots because I don't work with a lot of one-on-one -on -one clients. <sighs> JohnnyAgressive.com slash life on fire. Capital L. If you don't use capital L, it will not work for some reason. Okay, third manifestation mistake is not taking the action again and 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 again. Right? We've already learned that we can't look act logically, we can't think logically. So there's this kind of narrative that happens is like, well, if what you're doing right now isn't working, then you can't repeat it and expect it to work. And I've said that before and I agree. To an extent, to an extent, I will contradict myself today. It's just a thing. <clears throat> Let's look at content creation, for example, on social media. There's a girl that I was following as I've been trying out a new content style with my piano playing. You guys are loving it so far, and I'm really excited. Um, but there's a new content style that I've been that I've been like working into, based off of a yoga girl that I follow. She basically does extremely like simple 15 to 20 second yoga flows in the same position every single day and she just writes words on it or she uses like a sound or whatever now she goes viral every single time now like 10 20 30 40 thousand views hundreds of thousands of views whatever and so i looked back in her page and i was like well what was she doing before this at what i was doing some research and i was like at what point did it really start working for her what did she change what happened and the truth is she actually didn't change anything the truth is, like, she had already been doing this style of content mixed in with other content, and one day, it literally just went viral, and then she did it again, and she did it again, and she just started repeating it, and now it's the only form of content she creates. And so, I think it's important to listen to yourself, and if you know that this path is meant for you, like, this style of content, this program that you're launching, this way of working out this person that you are, you know, working on your relationship with, this business, this career, you know that it's meant for you, but something isn't working right now, but you don't have the desire to change the path. You know that this is going to hit home eventually, that something's going to shift. They're going to keep pounding fucking away and eventually it's going to work. Stay the fucking course. Okay, don't change the action. Maybe try different actions, but don't take out a specific action that you're like, no, you know what? That's worth it. That's going to be worth it one day. Listen to yourself, right? Listen to yourself. Maybe you have to do some deeper work. Maybe you have to shift a little bit. Maybe you have to shift the way you're marketing a little bit or the lighting or the sounds you use or the way you talk to your partner or the type of work you're doing within your field. Like maybe certain things have to shift, but you know when you're feeling called to stay the path and don't stop that path just because you think it's not working. If this girl had stopped creating this style of content, 
right that I'm it's like blissful buddha I think is her name I could be completely making that up but I think that's her name um if you want to actually know just dm me and I'll send you her instagram if I can find it <laughs> but if she had stopped this then at, then it would never have actually worked right if she said oh well I'm not getting any likes I'm not getting any views and oh okay this is useless then there wouldn't have been that one day when randomly went viral for whatever fucking reason and then she wouldn't have continued her content and now she wouldn't have been impacting hundreds of tens of thousands of humans I think she has. Like, just stay the fucking course, right? Change what you need, but stay the fucking course. And the way that I look at it is like, when I do this action, do I feel really good? When I do this action, do I feel like it's getting the message across, getting my intention across, right? Just like every time I go on the Stairmaster, I'm just like, okay, is this in line with my intentions of how I want to live the world. Whenever I post content, is this in line with how I want to the world to perceive me and how I want to present myself to the world? And is this in line with my teachings? Whenever I'm working on something with my husband and I'm questioning, should I just fucking divorce him? Should I fucking give up on this? Ah, does every married person go through this? I think so. <laughs> it's like a constant tug of war. Like, oh my goodness, do I stay? Oh my goodness, do I run? Like, it, it must be easier somewhere else, right? I'm just like, no, it feels really good to be with me. It feels really good to come home to him. I want to keep pushing forward through this, right? Whatever the thing is. And so keep taking the action. Keep fucking going. Listen to yourself. Change things here and there, but keep fucking going and always align it back with your intention, right? And eventually it will fucking click, but it's not going to click if you keep changing, if you keep shifting, if you keep saying, well, maybe that, well, maybe that, well, maybe the grass is greener on the other fucking side, right? I'll give an example. Obviously, we love examples. I've had people very close to me get divorced multiple times. I've had people very close to me push people away continuously, and I definitely have that pattern as well. One of the reasons I want to run away from my marriage <laughs> very often. <laughs> and it's just like I watch these people make the same mistakes over and over and over again and kind of say that the other person is the fa- is to fault, Right? say that, like, it's super common in married couples, like, everybody thinks it's the other fucking person's fault, and yes, they might take some responsibility, but it's never the other person's fault, it's always your fucking fault, it's always your fucking fault for staying, you know, in a marriage that you didn't fucking want to be in, staying against your fucking, you know, desires, staying in a place that you felt was really toxic for you, staying in a place where you didn't feel heard or seen, and you didn't learn how to actually um, ask for what you needed. Like, it's always your fault. Did the other person do shitty things? Of fucking course. Does the Instagram algorithm fucking suck? Of fucking course. Can genetics really fucking suck? Of fucking course. But the thing is, is you need to take the action again and again and again to make sure that it, you get a life that you actually fucking want, a business you actually want, health that you actually want. You can't take the action a little bit and then fucking run away and expect things to get better. And when you keep repeating the same patterns and you keep pushing people away and you keep ending up divorced, you keep ending up single, you keep ending up with no money in your bank account, you keep ending up, I don't know, in the same position in your business where you don't feel good, you have to look at that pattern, right? And it's up to you to really continuously take the action and stay true, stay true to those actions, and stay true to your intentions and look at your shit, right? You can't just take the action and not look at your shit. You have to take the action and do the healing work and look at your own actions and your own beliefs and your own fault and things. Once you take massive fucking responsibility, 
oh my goodness, that should be a mistaken manifestation. I did not write that down. But taking fucking radical responsibility for every single thing that you have is key. Oh my goodness, stop playing the blame game. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It feels disempowering. It feels sucky. It feels like I had no power in creating this, so how could I have a power to overhaul this? Right? And this is one of the activities I'm going to give you. This is one of the implementation things that I'm going to give you in the workbook in Life on Fire. We're going to look at your life, how you got here, what created it subconsciously, unconsciously. And it's such a powerful exercise. When I started doing this work, when I the first thing that I did in my life to start my manifestation journey was this. No one taught me to do this. I just started to fucking do this. Everything changed so fucking quickly. And this is an area of life on fire where I'm going to fucking push you. I'm going to push you and it's going to help you massively succeed. Oh my goodness, it's going to be beautiful. Hard work, but beautiful. But don't skimp on taking the action. Don't skimp on doing your own work. Don't skimp on taking radical responsibility. (sighs) Okay, we got two more. The fourth mistake in manifestation is needing to see the success happen first in order to believe that it's possible. This kind of goes with number one where thinking logically is a thing that we want, but I kind of wanted to separate it because I wanted to hone in the point that if you are waiting to see the success on the scale, success in your body, success in I don't know, the PR on your weight, the success in um, business, the success in clients, the success in your relationship. In order for you to believe, you're going to be waiting for a really fucking long time. Listen, if you knew how you were going to get somewhere and what the pattern was going to look like and what the route was going to look like, you would already be there. The only way you know what the path to success was going to look like is once you're there. It's impossible to know it before because if you knew it, you would be taking it already. (laughs) You would be on it already. And the truth is you are on it. You're just saying you're not fucking on it. You are on the path to fucking success. You don't need to worry about it. You do not need to worry about it. When people manifest, whether you think it's manifesting or you think it's just creating, it's literally the same fucking word. Like it's the same intention, the same thing that's happening. It's like you're you think that you're fucking it up. You think that you should have been somewhere else by now. You think that something else should have happened. You think that you should have had the money. You should have had the Chanel bag. Your husband should be doing the thing already. Like, it's just annoying. It's pressure-filled. It's gripping. It's, oh, it's a constrictive energy. Like, I should have already had that money in my bank. I should have already been a millionaire. should have already made the six figures. I should have had the clients already. Well, you know what? Thinking that way is fucking you up. (laughs) It's fucking up your self-belief. It's fucking up what you believe is possible for yourself. It's fucking up, it's giving you self-doubt, right? And how are you expecting to manifest something better or something good if you're just sitting there doubting yourself, thinking you're not good enough, comparing yourself to everyone, like what? Or where you think you should have been. That Those two energies don't align. <laughs> so stop needing to see the success happen first in order to believe, You believe. How do you believe? You just choose to believe. You decide that, hey, six figures is something, is a thing that's going to happen. Hey, this body is a thing that's meant for me. How do you know that? Because you get in tune with yourself. You get in tune with yourself, and then it's kind of like the goals and your desires are an internal thing. It's not like an I see a bag and I'm like, I need that bag. Sometimes that happens, but generally I don't manifest that thing when it's just like, oh yeah, it would be cool to have that thing. But when it's a deep-rooted fucking desire, like that's what we're talking about. Not the small things, not the bag, not the, you know, meal, not the 
I don't know, like small things, but like deep rooted desires of you to feel healthy, of you to feel happy, of you to feel loved. Those are the things that I'm fucking talking about. And when you, for you to feel purposeful in your business and you to feel successful in your business, those are deep rooted desires, deep rooted needs that we need as a human to fucking thrive. One of like my most viral pieces of content, I still don't understand why it went viral to this day, but it was like, it didn't go fully viral, but it got a lot more views than a lot of my other things. And viral is all relative, but anyway, it was like four we, four things you need to thrive. And it was basically outlining the four like deepest desires that we have to feel powerful, to feel healthy. Um, I forgot what the other two ones were. Oh, excuse me, as I'm burping. But yeah. Whatever they were, it fucking went viral and people were like, yes, I need this. So many people saved it, like 80-something people saved it. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but it's because it's just true. We all have these deep-rooted needs and desires to, that will help us feel really good, not falsely good. Not like I have the nice car, but I feel like shit internally, but truly good. And when those desires, when you're so connected to yourself and you get this int- intuitive hit that you have this desire for a business, you have this desire to be healthier, this desire to be deeply loved in your relationship, and you're not feeling that right now, something's feeling off, something's feeling misaligned. That's when you believe it. It's because it's not an external thing. It's not a, it's not a, an external desire where you just saw somebody who had that same car and you're like, yeah, I need that because it looks hot. That can be a thing, but I'm talking about the deep fucking desires. Right? That's the things that you believe in. You don't need to believe that you're going to drive a G-Wagon. Like, you can, but you could also not fucking drive a G-Wagon and drive, I don't know, a Lamborghini or something, whatever. You know, it's just the, the thing itself doesn't matter, but the feeling matters. And when you have that desire for that feeling and it's shown to you and you're like, I need to feel that. I need to get there. I need to be able to feel that every single day in my life. That's when I'm going to be fulfilled. That's when I'm going to love my life truly and feel the best, like, that's something that you can get your fucking energy behind, that's something that you fucking believe deeply in your heart that is meant for you, it's an inspired desire, yes, I believe all desires are inspired, and whether you want a G-Wagon or a Lamborghini, I have no desire for a Lamborghini, I'm not like a sports car person, even though I currently drive somewhat of a sports car, but um, I'm more of like a G-Wagon type person. That's a manifest future manifestation of mine that I'm working towards. But anyway, like, sure, those things are all inspired. Like, we have a desire for one thing over the other, and we're meant to fulfill it 100%. But I want you to pay attention to those deep-seated ones, because once you master those, whoo, the physical manifest... Literally, they just fucking come. The physical manifestations just fucking come. And that's the work that we do in the course. That's the life on fire fucking work. It's this deep-seated work because when you can get yourself to this place of internally good enough, internally loving yourself, internally just like there already, you know that there you have? That's what we're going to get to internally so you feel that now. The external world follows. I've been teaching this concept for fucking years. I taught it to my health coaching clients. I taught it to my business coaching clients who wanted to teach health deeper. And now I teach it just to everybody overall through Life on Fire. It's so fucking good. Oh my goodness. Definitely, definitely, definitely don't want to miss out on this. Every time I... I I sit down and I map out the work in Life on Fire. I finish the welcome module. I finish the outline for uh, the first module. There are four modules that you guys get. And um, 
yesterday I was just mapping out all of the content that I'm going to be teaching on in the first module. I'm just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> everybody needs this. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's so fucking transformational. And honestly, like you guys have been here, most of you throughout many iterations of my business. <sighs> and the past years were massively confusing for you guys. For me, it was just a thing. Maybe not for you. Maybe I think it was more confusing than it was because I was confused. All because I was avoiding giving you guys this work. All because I was avoiding creating life on fire. Obviously, I didn't have the name, but I had the work. All because I was avoiding. Avoiding stepping into that place where this work will deeply transform people. It was almost like I was preaching that I do deep work and I was doing deep work with my one-on-one clients, but I almost like hid behind like fancy things and funny things and just external stuff that like sounded good. And of course it was good. It changed many people's lives and businesses, but I never wanted to be a business coach. I never wanted to be a weight loss coach. I've always wanted to be this deeper coach in order for me to accept that in order for me to fully step into that in order for me to fully embody that I had to like try everything else in the world before I actually got to this place where I'm like that is the fucking thing that is one of the things where I had to keep taking the action again and again and again and again in order to get me to this place where I'm giving you guys this fucking course that will change your life over and over and over again I had to keep going even when the success did not look like it was going to happen even when I was like how am I gonna how am I gonna get what's inside of me out how is this going to fucking happen I kept fucking going right and I had to stop thinking logically all the things that I'm teaching here and so it's just it's such a powerful course definitely 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 come on to it. even if you just come on to the wait list we do the live uh the live course and if that the live um master class and if that's enough for you beautiful if you feel called for more i will definitely love to have you it will change your fucking life if you are craving this expansion you vibe with this life on fire you vibe with this inner work you're ready for it oh my goodness even if you don't really know what it is you're feeling called to it who you're the perfect fucking human Oh my goodness. Okay, the last thing. Let's finish this up. Mistakes in manifestation numero five, cinco. Um, Not doing the inner work. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) If you don't have the current physical reality that you want and you don't feel like you're getting there, you're like, I believe that it's meant for me. I know that it's there. I know that it's possible. But I feel really far. I don't feel the momentum. Like, I don't feel like the things are actually coming together. There is inner work for you to do to release something. There is something holding you back. When you have that vision for your life, that really fucking beautiful life, that life where you have all of the things externally and you fucking just feel like you're there already internally. Oh, I like that marketing. I should probably put that on the landing page. It's not there in those words, but I do like it. Anyway, where you have all the things externally and internally, you feel there already. That means that there is something for you to release. There is something blocking you. The goodness that is available to you in your life, it is there. It is literally right there. The universe is like, hey, can I give you this? Hey, can I give you this? Hey, can-? It is your birthright to feel fucking good. It is your birthright to feel fucking healthy. It is your birthright to feel fucking abundant, to feel purposeful. That's why these desires that you have are so deep. That's why they are so deeply inspired because it is your birthright. It's not a choice you have. It's not a, well, well, you do have a choice, but it's not a choice you have to desire it. You can't say like, nope, I don't want to be abundant. Like, what? (laughs) Nope, I don't want to feel purposeful. 
What? Like, that's not a choice. You know what I mean? These are things that are your birthright. They were given to you for being a human on this earth. They are meant for you. And if it is something that is meant for you and you don't have it, you feel off, right? You feel off in your work if you don't feel purposeful. You feel off in your life if you don't feel abundant. You feel off in your relationship if you don't feel love. You feel off in your health if you don't feel healthy, right? Oh, maybe those are the four areas. Love, health, but I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> not relevant right now. Now we're just going on tangents. But it's true. It's meant for you. It is there for you. It's not an option that you have. It's a choice that you have to choose getting there. But it's not an option that you have. It's not a choice that you have to say, I want it or I don't. Everybody wants it. Everybody fucking wants it, whether purposeful means staying a stay-at-home mom or multiple eight-figure fucking business or both, all right? Like, you can have whatever it is that your heart fucking desires. It is there for a reason. And this is coming back to where thinking logically needs to get out the fucking window because logically is like, well, I shouldn't want all that. Well, I can't all have that. How could I be an eight-figure business owner and a stay-at-home mom that doesn't end up dude plenty of people fucking do it they're fucking influencers they have automated businesses fucking set up they're the ceo of eight or ten fucking businesses and they fucking stay at home all the time and just communicate with their fucking team you know like it's just you can do both you can hire help and then come back and be a stay-at-home mom for 90 percent of the fucking day and work two days of the week whatever it is like you can have it And so we have to stop thinking logically. We have to get that out of our head because logic is just bullshit. (laughs) Logic equals bullshit. (laughs) Logic equals scarcity. Logic equals just, ugh. Logic is like what we were told our whole fucking lives. That's where logic came from. Where else would logic come from? It's from the conditioning of what everybody else said was possible, what everybody else did, how everybody else acts, what our parents achieved, right? Logic is like looking at the numbers of how many businesses fail, so that means you shouldn't do your business. Like, suck all of that. Let you be the 5% of businesses that fucking succeed. Let you be the fucking stay-at-home mom who makes fucking eight figures or the stay-at-home mom who doesn't fucking need an income because she has a husband who takes care of her. Let your desires fucking guide you. Whatever that purpose is, It is meant for you. Just like my purpose of teaching the deeper fucking work was always my purpose. And I could not ignore it no matter what I did, no matter what path I tried to follow. It was always meant for you. And the truth is, on a spiritual talk, (laughs) spiritual talk, I don't know. (laughs) If we talk things a little more like, you know, esoteric, we, before we came into this body as a human, our soul basically was given a purpose. We were given a blueprint. We were given agreements that we made, that we made before we came into this human body of the lessons we were going to learn, the life we were meant to live. Like it was all, it's, it's all our fate. It's all our fucking fate. And so you cannot deny your fate. You cannot deny your purpose. You cannot deny your health. You cannot deny abundance and love. It's just, like, if you do, your body will fucking tell you. Your body will fucking tell you. Oh my goodness, right now. Okay, last thing before we head off. My, right now, a few of my family members have COVID. 
And I'm pretty sure I had it when I was sick on here, but I just, I never got tested. I wasn't really fucking sick. Like there was no reason for me to get tested. I don't really take medication, whatever, unless I absolutely need it, which hasn't happened in a really long time. And so whatever, my family has just been going on and on and on for the past like three or four days about all of these like precautions everybody needs to take and how everybody needs to get their flu shot and how everybody should, how my, my aunt has like a 30-day supply of fucking mucinex. She buys 12 at a time or some shit like that. She takes one every single night and just this reliance on medication. And don't get me wrong, there's a need for medication in the fucking world. Of course there is. You guys know that I believe that. And I also believe that when you are constantly getting sick and when you're constantly having ailments and when things just feel off, in some way, it could be that way, it could be a different way, it's the universe fucking communicating with you. This is a constant thing, a constant thing. It's how I healed my PCOS, it's how I healed my GI issues, it's how I healed my IBS, it's how I healed my gluten intolerance. It was all my body communicating with me. People are going to come after me, cool, come after me. This is my truth, your truth can be something different. I'm here empowering you to look in a different way. And all of my family who relies on medication like this, on antidepressants, on just a lot of things, not judging them, but just stating the facts that they are all obese, that they do not avidly take care of their health, they don't do their cardiovascular training, they don't actively push themselves, most of them, Um, they smoke cigarettes, they are in relationships that are deeply not fucking serving them, they all have a lot of built-up fucking trauma that they haven't dealt with, (sighs) and it's just something I notice. I'm not saying you can cure every single thing, I don't know if that's true or not, but from what I've seen, most things are curable, and so... I don't know where I was going with this, but, oh, your body's communicating with you. When you are off in terms of alignment with love even, oh my goodness, my family has a huge wound, huge generational wound around love. Your body will communicate with you, right? And we'd rather just blame it on external things and blame it on the fact that we need medication and blame it on the fact that we need this surgery and we need this and we need this and we need this versus looking internally now if you've done your healing work and you actively fucking take care of your health you eat really fucking good quality food you know you eat a well-balanced fucking diet <laughs> lots of fruits lots of fucking vegetables lots of lean protein you're getting your steps in every day you're going into nature you're grounding yourself you're doing this work and you still need medication beautiful Valid, fucking valid. But taking medication and ignoring the signs or staying in a job and ignoring the signs, staying in a relationship and ignoring the signs of things that just don't feel good to you and making them your normal, your body will always communicate to you because it's not meant to be its normal. Right? Again, there's a place for things, but it's also our responsibility to do this inner work. And when you do that, then you come back to yourself. You hear all of like the, I used to think people were crazy. They were uh, you know, spiritual humans, yoga teachers, whatever, talking about coming back home to yourself. I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? I used to think people were batshit crazy until it happened to me. <laughs> and then everything flows easier because you're in your purpose. You're feeling healthy. You're feeling happy. You're feeling love. Ah, oh, you're feeling abundance. It's beautiful. You attract everything. You attract everything. Can I drill it into your head? You attract everything, which sometimes can be frustrating, but it's also really powerful. You attract everything, and you get to dictate what you want to attract. But deep down, you know what you want. Don't tell me you don't. You know what you want. You know what body feels the best on you. You know what health habits feel the best on you. You know what purpose feels best on you. You know what amount of money feels best for you. You know what love feels best for you, what relationships. (sighs) What habits? 
right? And sitting in front of Netflix, <laughs> taking Mucinex every night, and fucking never seeing sunlight because you're scared of COVID, it cannot make you feel good. Sure, avoid people all you fucking want. I can't make your decision for you. But there's basic needs that we fucking have. And I will not apologize for that. I understand it may be triggering to my family and people around me and people who might be listening to this, but our body has basic needs. And when we come back home to ourselves and we do this work and we do this healing work, guys, if you want success, this is what you need to do. (laughs) It's just the truth. If you want it easier than pushing yourself and feeling burnt out, it's the work you need to do because when you're attracting everything in order to change what you need, what you're attracting, you have to change your inner world. (sighs) And again, take your medication, do your thing. And also do your thing. Also do the healing work. Also do the inner work. Also come back home to yourself. Also give yourself the basic needs. Okay. That is Johnny's TED Talk for the day. (laughs) I'm always so hesitant to share experiences that I have around my family and state just facts. Um, Because so many people just say like, oh, well, you're just judging people and stuff like that. And it's simply just an observation. I'm not judging them as good or bad. I'm not judging myself as better than them or them worse as me or I'm better because I don't take any medications. No, 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 no. It's a choice that I have. It's a choice that I've had since I was like, I don't even know, like seven or eight was probably my earliest memory of me turning my family down. It's like I would have to stay home from school and I would have a little bit of a fever and they were trying like force fucking medication down me. I'm like, it doesn't feel good. I don't want that. I'm not sick enough where I need medication. Let me just sleep. <laughs> Let me relax. Let me sleep. <laughs> or if you have a headache, people are just pounding Tylenol. Go into nature. Go outside. Go get fresh air. Are you eating good quality food? Are you eating well balanced? You know, there's just so many questions that you need to answer to address the root cause. And if you do take the medication, cool. But you still need to do this work. And I can't ignore my passion for that because I'm scared of hurting and triggering people. If it triggers you, good, you need to look at it, right? Always, 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 if something triggers you, you need to look at it. And I will always vow to be honest. I will always vow to be authentic. And I always vow that I will probably fuck a bunch of fucking shit up in front of thousands of humans who have listened to my podcast and who follow me. And I will never try and not be human. Okay. So that is my vow to you. (laughs) And in that, I will always speak my truth. And right now I have a lot of truth around the experience that I'm going through with my family, who is um, having a three day long conversation about insane things and nothing has been on the preventative side nothing has been addressing the amount of alcohol people drink nothing has been addressing so much that needs to be addressed and of course there's no room for me to speak up because my family doesn't want to hear it maybe you agree if you do let me know if you have a similar experience let me know your thoughts around this or if this hurts you in some way i'm also here for that conversation and to hear you out um yeah but with that being said I love you. Thank you for being here. I hope to see you on the wait list for Life on Fire. <sighs> and now I'm going to go brush my teeth and probably go to a coffee shop or something and um, get working on the content for you guys for Life on Fire. Life on Fire is a do-it-yourself course. We will have four live Q&A calls. You do get a live Telegram group where I will be in occasionally answering questions. You guys will support each other mainly in there. Um, And then you also have the opportunity to upgrade into one-on-one VIP where you work in the course. And then you get one one one-on-one call per month. I think it's one one one-on-one call. One or two. 
maybe it's 90 minutes, I don't know, whatever, everything's on the landing page. <laughs> so go and check there. Um, yeah, it's going to be fucking epic. It's going to be so, so, so good. I'm so excited for you to start 2023 off powerfully on your fucking path, in your truth, in the life that you want to fucking create, which is a life on motherfucking fire. I'm really excited for you guys. I love you and I will see you soon. Any questions, I'm here for you. Bye.